Welcome to the Gifters Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Online Program, which teaches you how to turn your story into a successful speaking and online coaching business. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Lisa Kirkwood. She's a motivational speaker, diversity and inclusion trainer. Lisa, welcome to our podcast. Thank you for having me, Christopher. So I just learned about cabbage rolls. Can you just, if you wouldn't mind, since this podcast is about stories, of course, we'll dive into your professional experiences, but I love to travel, I love to learn. And what are cabbage rolls and why should people eat them? <laughs> oh, because they are delicious. Um, the word for it in my home country, Romania, is sarmale. But the cabbage roll um, in itself as a recipe has different variations in that part of the world, Eastern Europe, even Middle East, even Far East. Um, the ingredients are either meat uh, mixed with veggies or with rice. So you can go veggie only, you can go meat only, pork, beef, some people put chicken. So it's a, it's a combination. There, there's a way to find the recipe that would fit uh, even a vegan diet. Nice. And talk to us about your diversity and inclusion trainer. I, I saw that this is a, a new profession. You've had a lot of other experience in different companies. How come you decided to pivot to the diversity and inclusion world? This is actually my second nature. I can't say that I pivoted. I say I slid um, seem, um, swimmingly into my environment. This is like... Um, water for a fish and i tell you why because my culture where i come from romania is very multicultural uh, and multilingual so to me it was no effort to transition from uh sharing my story to actually teaching the message of diversity and inclusion and the purpose right now given the current um, economic and social climate we deal with so much social unrest and intolerance and misunderstanding and all sorts of uh, um, issues. So um, I realized there's a need to enhance this approach, not just sharing, but teaching it to a higher level to individuals and businesses, uh, what diversity is and what it is not, how it can be integrated at many levels of an organization, and how it can be leveraged because uh, both primary and secondary dimensions of diversity and inclusion can increase the business productivity, profitability, and success. So that's present. No, for sure. I mean, a lot of times people unfortunately look at it as like a PR thing sometimes, but if you look at the numbers, the companies that have a more diverse staff have a higher ROI, have a higher bottom line, and everyone just enjoys working there more. So from an actual science-based standpoint, results-based standpoint is really possible. So talk to us a little bit about that when you say what diversity is, is and what diversity isn't so that our listeners who many are business owners, what do you mean by that? What it is and what it isn't? Okay, so let's deal with uh, what it is. The primary dimensions of diversity are considered to be the following. Um, ethnicity, color, race, which are used interchangeably. Then it's gender age and um, disability or diverse ability. Some of the secondaries uh, include such uh, main ones like uh, language, uh, religion, and culture. And I want to focus on all of these. I actually developed a training that I can, um, that I'll, uh, I'll be implementing with my, um, uh, in partnership with Job Skills Institute. And uh, that the purpose of the training is to uh, teach businesses how to protect themselves from potential lawsuits, how to promote diversity and inclusion within their teams, 
and how to position their companies for success. And one innovative element of this is the fact that aside from the primary four, race, uh, gender, age, and uh, disability, very little, if any, is being taught and learned about the secondary dimensions, out of which uh, religion is one topic that is highly controversial, but uh, the fact that um, people steer away from it out of, you know, caution is not a guarantee that they cannot be sued by team members or potential clients because of a religious disparity. Nowadays, we live in such a, a litigious society, anybody can feel offended about anything. So the fact that um, I realized this early on, people need to be more informed and more equipped also on the secondary dimensions of diversity. Language is another major component. A language barrier, this is, this is an issue that could be easily overcome with proper training, um, acknowledging on diversity, and uh, simply an open mind. So that's, that's my purpose. That's what I would like to do. Great. So this whole Job Skills Institute, what are some specific things you teach people relative to, let's say, uh, you know, a company recognizes they don't have people that are very diverse. What are some of the steps that you take to help them become more diverse and more aware of the benefits of having a more diverse workforce? It starts at the recruiting level even with the interviewing process and the hiring process, and there are uh, policies and procedure in place that are dictated by the workforce code, not always followed, but not necessarily out of non-compliance, out of, um, I would say, not enough information. So this is where it starts, because if leadership in a company realizes the importance of hiring um, more diverse people, that will definitely cascade into their HR policies and how uh, they will um, seek out proper candidates with diverse background. As um, starting with basic things as gender, you know, because some businesses may not hire women because they have family issues or children to tend to, or uh, somebody with a different culture or a different accent, maybe they're hard, hard to understand. But once we're getting uh, past that, uh, that little uh, detail and you actually see the, um, qualities, the skill sets that this person can bring to your organization and you realize, wait a minute, I can actually leverage this to enhance my uh, profitability, then that, actually, that will be like a snowball effect that will cascade throughout the organization and you will see results in form of a higher retention among team members, higher engagement and higher productivity, which ultimately translates into business success and more money. Yeah. And let's talk about your own personal experience with this, because again, as you mentioned, you, you are from uh, Romania and you came here and English perhaps was not your first language. What were some of your own challenges that you faced that really compelled and inspired you to really do this work? Uh, challenges, I would say adapting to a new culture is always a little bit of a shock. Even if you have the most flexible and open uh, mind, you would still have to acknowledge that things are different than uh, in your home country. So I would say my challenges were a lot easier to overcome compared to other people because I spoke the language, I majored in foreign languages in, in college in Romania. But um, I had an issue with the way, um, how would I say, uh, society was structured because when I realized that uh, the country of democracy, America, that we all look up to uh, has an issue with um, racism. This is a, a social problem that in my country is a non-issue. 
because we embrace everybody, we love everybody. Say you speak another language, you're instantly cool. You're a person of color, we like you already. Give us a chance to know you better, we're gonna love you. So I come here and I had this uh, cold water experience. No, it's not like that. They have social unrest and uh, you know, watch the news and you'll see it's not all uh, pink and roses. So. Okay, this needs to be addressed somehow, but I didn't have the means back then. I'm like, okay, how do you do this other than sharing your story? So yeah, I'm like, now I'm not just only sharing it, I'm going to teach it from a different perspective, what it's like to come from a culture that is all embracing, uh, embracing all inclusive, uh, multilingual, multicultural, everybody in the pool, everybody is accepted for what they are. You don't have to take yourself at the door and you will be um, appreciated and loved for what you are. That's great, Lisa. I really admire your perspective as well as your heart to really help this cause move along because ultimately the more we feel accepted and valued and appreciated, we just live in a better world, whether in the workplace or outside. So Lisa, thank you so much for being on our podcast. How can our guests stay connected with you? They can reach me through uh, LinkedIn, message me at Lisa E. Kirkwood, or visit jobskillsinstitute.com, and you can contact me like that. Great. Lisa, thanks again. Have a great day. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Gifters Podcast. If you want to learn how to turn your story into a successful speaking and online coaching business, go to ChristopherKai.com to learn more.